Welcome to Sunburnt Country Music, interviews with Australian country music artists. My name is Sophie and I have been interviewing Australian country music artists for over a decade and I still love it. I love their stories, I love their insights and I love their music. So I hope you enjoy hearing from them on this podcast. Lily Grace released her first single Annie June in 2021 and in collaboration with James Blundell. She followed that with 16 Wishes and last year the two of us meet. Her latest single is Follow My Road. She has been following her own road to a place far, far away. We're going to talk about that and a song. Hi, Lily. Hey, Sophie. How are you? I'm great. It's so good to talk to you because you have some exciting life developments, but I'm actually going to start with the two of us meet because that has over 1 million streams on Spotify. And I was looking at your YouTube stats and it was over 300,000 views for that video alone on YouTube. Are those sorts of numbers hard to comprehend? Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of interesting because it's quite like an international spread as well of people who are watching that. A lot of them are in America. And um, I think it's kind of funny, you know, to be an Australian girl. And at the time I was in Australia and see that song reach so many people, especially around the world, which seemed so far away, which is a really cool thing. Yeah. Do you have a sense for why that particular song took flight? Because, yeah, you write great country pop. The first two songs were great country pop. That one obviously just found a spark somewhere. I don't know. I think we released it around Valentine's Day and it was a very, like, um, thought out release. We did a really radio campaign around it. We did this cool thing and um, we did, like, a radio send out um around valentine's day and we had this radio game when we launched the song it was like get someone to call in and tell how they met their partner for valentine's day because it was called the two of us meet and um i think it was more that i just hadn't released a song for a really long time so there'd been a lot of things waiting on it i'd been to america and um, i guess there was a lot of hype kind of waiting around that but um i'm really glad it did well i love the song and i'm super proud of it so I remember the first time I spoke to you uh, learning how much you write songs, which is fairly constantly. So I'm guessing for you to have a break between releases like that is a bit frustrating when you know you have all this material. Yeah, it definitely was. It was um, a bit of a weird situation, really. We just hadn't released for a really long time. And um, I guess I kind of got caught up with school and everything. And um, I'm definitely working really hard to make sure that we can be consistent with our releases this year. And we've got some stuff banked up, which I'm excited about. Um, And a lot of songs that I'm really proud of that um, I guess I've been sitting on a lot of them for a really long time, which is now a good thing because they're ready to go and um, I'm ready to share them with people. Yes, because the last time we spoke, you were at school and you were writing songs essentially as soon as you walked in the door from school. Um, And (laughs) given your output and the things you've done, it is Hard to believe that you've only just left school. I presume you've left school now. I don't know. No, I'm still in high school. I'm just doing it online while I'm over here. Uh, okay. And so since you have said over here, I will introduce it at this point. You are currently living in Nashville. Yeah. So what prompted the move, especially since you're still at school? Yeah. Um, I When I came to Nashville last year in June, um, we worked really hard to have a lot of meetings with you know, managers, publishers, um, promoters, publicists, all these people who um, I knew I wanted to kind of build a career here in the US. And um, we had a lot of meetings when I was here for that. And um, some of those eventuated into things. We kept the discussion going as I came back home to Australia. And um, I got offered a management deal over here. Mm -hmm. And um, it was a really exciting opportunity. So I've come over on that to keep working on that. 
and um, work with the team I've got here, which is wonderful. They're all amazing people and um, I'm really enjoying working with them and um, just, you know, pushing music out, which is great. It is a huge decision though, because yes, still at yeah. school, um, presumably you haven't lived out of home before uh, and you've not only moved out of home, you've moved to another country. So it's did it feel <laughs> exciting or like, oh, what am I doing? Is this the right thing? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I definitely kind of um, second guess it sometimes. And I'm like, um, you know, it is a long way from home and everything. And all my friends that I know are back home living their senior year, you know, doing their formals, having, you know, seeing your jerseys, seeing your trips and everything. Um, But at the same time, I know I made my choice and I absolutely love it. I am literally fully in love with everything all over again. Like um, just writing songs, you know, twice a day is just amazing. And then going out and watching live music in the nighttime. And honestly, it couldn't be any better. I'm just having such a good time with it. Yeah, because there is a lot of live music in Nashville for what I've heard because I haven't actually been, but it sounds like you can just walk down the street and any bar you walk into, there's going to be someone playing. So true, so true. <laughs> so in an environment like that where there are a lot of musicians there, I mean, you, you're it's early morning where you are, it's nighttime where I am, but you played last night um, and is it hard to get gigs to play when there are so many musicians there? Um, yes and no. I think um, there's definitely a lot of competition here because there's so many artists. But at the same time, if, you, um, if you're doing good things and if you have a quality act, there's no reason you can't get shows as well. Um, I think, you know, it's just a matter of, I guess, there's more slots to fill so you won't play as frequently, like they're not going to play the same act, you mm-hmm. know every month when they could play them every three months instead because there's so many to choose from but um I think that's kind of a great thing about Nashville though is that you get to see so many new people and everyone who plays is so good because there are only so many slots and there's so many people to choose them um the ones that play are amazing which is why I love going out and watching shows and um supporting people I'm meeting people I'm riding with and it's just such a really fun part of this city I guess doing school online for you and other people around your age group is not so weird considering what happened during the pandemic because you all had to do it. So I wonder if that actually facilitated your move to Nashville because you thought, well, I've done the online thing before. I can do it again. Yeah, pretty well. I mean, it's kind of funny. I was um, at home. I was already struggling to balance kind of school and music with having to be there at like you know 8 a.m in the morning after doing gigs until like two the night before Friday Saturday Sunday Thursday night and um it was definitely getting tricky to balance um just having to be there at 8 a.m every morning just with kind of the lifestyle I was kind of balancing it with and um I think for me I just love it that way because I get up normally quite early in the morning when I don't have gigs I'll get up at four and I'll just grind it out for like two three hours and then I'm done for the day and I can go off and do my riots my everything else I want to do and not worry about it which I really love so um for me I guess it's the flexibility of being able instead of having to do seven hours a day you can literally knock it out in an hour and a half two hours if you put your head down and focus um and that's what I'm loving about it is the opportunity to kind of, you know, get it over quickly if you can still get your work done, but not sit around and, you know, spend more time on that thing you really have to. Yeah. So, so 4am you're getting up to do schoolwork. That's wild. Yeah. <laughs> 
how we balance school and music everybody <laughs> well and I guess you know you obviously from a young age knew your own mind when it came to music music was the direction you wanted to take and uh and you haven't wavered through that but it's still it is a big commitment considering that you're, you're a young woman and, and you might think oh, I would rather be having fun but I interviewed Rory Phillips <laughs> recently and he's 16 and I said something about him going to the junior academy at, a, at like when he was 10 or whatever I said oh but you know you possibly would have rather been out there having fun and he said but this is fun for me like it was fun yeah. for me when I was 10 and I get the sense for you this this is your fun as well as your work and as well as your creative outlet 100 percent, 100 percent. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> you've learned how to balance it all that's the other thing yeah. <laughs> yeah. um so Another thing I noticed on your social media since you've moved to Nashville is you've been getting out with your phone and talking to people, as in like doing a little box pop thing on the street. Was that a way of just introducing <laughs> yourself to the city and meeting new people? Yeah, yeah, it was kind of funny. We um, launched the song and I was talking to my friend who does some videography and I was like, what's something cool we can do around this um, for release day to like get some content and to do something fun for it, just exciting, have a good time with it. So we went to downtown Nashville where um, I love downtown Nashville. Everyone is like always there to have a good time. Like a lot of people are tourists. They've got like pink cowgirl hats and they've got like costumes and they're all there to just, you know, drink from like 10 a.m. Some of them until like who knows when. And they're just all there and they're all excited to, you know, be there, hear the music and just hang out with their friends, which is why it was so much fun. And we walked down and we were asking them questions about, you know, what's the craziest thing you've ever done? Because um, the song was about kind of doing crazy things to follow your dreams and doing anything and everything you can. Um, and we did that. It was so much fun. We got so many varied responses from a lot of people and um, we share a lot of them on TikTok as well, which is really cool. Oh, yes, TikTok. I forgot to check your TikTok before we spoke. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, is that your preferred medium at the moment? Um, I personally love Instagram the most. Um I do the best on Facebook and um, my TikTok is growing. But um, I think personally for me, I just love Instagram. It's always going to be my favorite, I think. <laughs> All right. So the release you're talking about is the song Follow My Road, which is your latest single. Now, it sounds like this is a song that's literally come true because you set this path <laughs> and off you've gone. But when was the song written originally? Yeah, yeah. I, um, I've been telling this story in radio interviews and I think it's kind of funny because I wrote this song when I was in Nashville last year and I was 16, um, missing high school while I was here. So I was super happy about it. And um, I was literally working as hard as I could because I knew I only had six weeks to be here. And I was writing like twice a day and then I would get home and try and work on new stuff for the next day. I was going out to shows and I was walking up to people and saying, hey, I'm Lily. Um, I'm a singer as well and just trying to make connections and um on the weekends I was flying out for shows across America and I was saying to myself I was like you know I'm doing everything I can right now to follow this dream like I could not be working any harder than I am right now I'm loving it but you know it feels like you know I'm just doing everything and anything I possibly can and um, I got into a songwriting session and I was telling the writers I was working with about that and I was like hey look like I feel like I'm doing everything and I love that like I'm just going all in on music for the six weeks and um we wrote the song about that and then ironically released it again as I'm back in the states um kind of doing the same thing again which I love yeah fantastic um and it's an inspiring song 
to inspire other people to follow their road. Uh, and you mentioned doing writing when you were in Nashville last time. So the rights you're talking about doing this time, are they like structured sessions that you've booked in or is that just more you at home writing on your own? Yeah, absolutely structured sessions. Most of them, I normally do one or two a day and um, that's like you either they come to your house or you go to a writing room, which is what we normally do in music row. And um, we'll go sit there for like three or four hours and knock out a song. Um, or sometimes with people you work with more regularly, we'll do like, you know, plan a day and do two or three songs that day, which is really fun. Um, but it's really nice to kind of work with different people. I'm starting to build a circle of people I work really well with and I'm consistently work with them, which I'm really happy about. So, yeah. Um, and have you found that since you've been in Nashville, I know it hasn't been that long, but uh, have your musical tastes been changing? As in, I'll rephrase it, the way you're writing songs, are you finding that you're actually veering in a different musical direction than you've previously followed? Um, Not exactly. I think I'm kind of sticking to the sound of Follow My Bird and I know I want to be that kind of pop rock kind of crossover country kind of fusion. Um, but one thing I would definitely say is that um, writing a lot like that I'm not used I've never really consistently had to being creative like you know being able to switch on and do that I think when I listen to songs I'm a lot more analytical and go okay how did they set this up how did they um, introduce the story how did they do this how did they do that um, more than anything for just different ways of writing to freshen things up because I guess when you're consistently working creatively over and over again it can get a little bit repetitive sometimes and I feel like I'm bringing in similar melodies and stuff. So I think more than anything, the way I'm listening to music is kind of shifting a little bit as in um, analyzing how the melody changes, how the chords compose and how I could kind of bring that into my own writing. Do you find that takes you away from just the fun of being a listener or is it so much part of who you are that, you know, listening to music that closely, deconstructing songs that it's all just fun? Um, sometimes, but I think you can always switch that off if you want to and um, just can block it out and enjoy the song. But um, for me at the moment, I just think it's kind of a cool way to explore the music I love even more deeply, which is a cool thing. Yeah. So who are you listening to at the moment? Whose songs? Oh, I'm, um, I'm a big fan of a new artist called Dylan Marlowe who's coming out of Nashville. He's wonderful. I'm loving what he's doing. Um, a big fan of the new Kelsey Ballerini record and... Um, and always Keith Urban, love his stuff. I listen back to his old catalogue a lot and um, up to what he's got today. I just love to hear how his music's progressed. I think it's really cool. Yeah. Now, before you headed to Nashville, you did fit in a few things, including supporting Vance Joy in Brisbane. And I believe it was a, like a crowd of 10,000 odd people. Um, was that fun? Or did you look out and think, oh, there are a lot of people there and now I'm nervous? It was probably the best night of my life, honestly. I was just absolutely so grateful to be up on that stage and his entire team was so warm so welcoming his fans were so lovely so kind so supportive um and I got up there and I absolutely was just like I was all smiley I was all giddy and I just absolutely adored that night if I could not say anything more about the extended legs his team went to make us feel welcomed and supported and um the whole crew was just it could not have been any better, honestly. <laughs> Even considering the fact it was, I think, December in Brisbane, so it would have been quite a, you know, hot and humid night. 
I know. <laughs> Not so good for <laughs> the guitar tuning. Um, so uh, the other play, other musical event you made it to before your departure was Tamworth. So how was your Tamworth Country Music Festival this year? It was great. It was awesome. We um we played um we only did one show at this festival. We kind of like one one show and one show only kind of thing. But um it was great. We played the show, um, did a couple of interviews and then headed back home and then pretty much headed over to Nashville like the next week. So there we go. I still found it find it wild that you just picked up and moved to and doing your schooling, all of those sorts of things. And <laughs> just as as you were talking like I was thinking about you saying get up at four I do my my schoolwork all that sort of stuff have you always been quite a structured person in in how you've organized your work and your music and everything I guess yeah I mean I think um definitely yes but um I try not to be too structured because I find I burn out when I tell myself you know tomorrow you have to do this from four till eight and then you have to do this and that um, I think kind of the best way, like I always work is like, you know, one task at a time and then I get motivated to keep doing that. Like, you know, make your bed, then you get up, do this. Once you've done that, you feel good about yourself and continue doing that for the rest of the day. That's always been the best way for me. Um, not structuring it, I guess, but kind of knowing what I have to complete each day and just ticking it off one thing at a time. That's kind of what works for me. Yeah. Cause having said that about structure, you know, you have taken this, this leap, this made this big change, which is an act of faith in a lot of ways. But uh, I wonder if any of your friends have, have looked at you doing this and thought, Hey, that's really inspiring. That's really cool. I'm <laughs> going to do something that, that something big and make a change. Oh, thank you. I, um, I really appreciate my friends. They've been super supportive. They've been there for me as in kind of transitioning and everything. And, um, it's kind of funny though because we're living really different lives at the moment they are going to high school every day and I'm kind of you know doing my music thing over here and I guess it's a less a lot less structured regime than I'm used to I used to have to be at school from you know seven till three every day and then um here it's just you know do your tasks do your work as you please which is really different but um it's definitely something cool and something to learn from 100 percent yeah, it also it is it is something that's brave. I think to to pursue a dream, to not only have a dream, it's we, we all have dreams. <laughs> to put it into practice and actually take steps to do it is is fantastic. Thank and um, and I don't like to harp on people's age necessarily, but I do like to acknowledge <laughs> when you're young that you've done this because it's a big deal. I reckon there are lots of people in middle age who are sitting around going, "If only, if only." Oh. And Lily, you're not going to have the "if onlys" anymore. <laughs> Well, thank you, Sophie. No, I think it's great. Very, very cool. Um, <laughs> and, uh, now, so you said you have some songs banked um, to record or have you done some recording? I've done some recording and I've got a lot of them banked that will be recorded soon as well. So I'm um, I'm just loving the new music that we're really working on. Um, what I love about being here is that we get to work really closely with the session players and um the recording process is very different to what I was doing back home. Back home, I was just sending a vocal over and um, hoping for the best kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, giving calls and giving some, you know, notes of what kind of sounds I like, seeing them, sending little voice memos of kind of riffs I've come up with and stuff. But um, when I'm here, you get to be in the room with them and you get to track it live and be like, and really build the song together, which is really awesome because you get to be a big part of the creative process and you really get what you want because you can tell them if you're not liking something, which is great. And um, 
I think that's why I'm really happy about it. One reason we get to be a part of it as well. So I guess part of the, the, the trickiness of it though, is there are so many producers and session musicians, like how do you pick which producer you're going to work with? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I've had the same producer since my first single and I haven't changed. I love him more than anything. (laughs) Um, He's like become family to me. We, um, Michael Flanders and he's kind of made introductions to the session players we use as well. Mm -hmm. Um, But I mean, if something's not broke, don't fix it. I love what he's doing. And um, I love the work him and his son, Caleb, do on my songs. So I'm super happy with them. (laughs) Fantastic. Well, it sounds like you have put everything in place um, to pursue your dream (laughs) and make it it real, actually, because you're taking concrete steps to do it. So congratulations on the move. Congratulations on the single. Because I should also point out, the two of us meet has has large numbers against it, but your other singles are no slouches either. You have quite a lot of listeners on Spotify and, and on YouTube and other places. So congratulations. I look forward to hearing your new music. I won't suggest that anyone look at your website for your tour dates because you're not going to play in Australia for a while. <laughs> People who are in Nashville should keep an eye out for you. Thanks for your time, Lily. Great to talk to you. Thank you again for having me. Thanks for listening to the Sunburnt Country Music Podcast. For more Australian country music interviews and reviews and other things, go to sunburntcountrymusic.com or to Sunburnt Country Music on Instagram, Facebook and TikTok.